Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a little cog icon, a little wheel. Click that and click the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p. I hope by now everybody's gotten the hang of it, but you never know, this might be somebody's first time seeing a video, so it's always helpful to give that information so that you can be comfortable as you watch the video. I'm still in the US series, still in the America series, and today at the Lord's request, I have two right now prophetic words. I'm going to attempt to try and make two videos and get them both up today because the two words are separate. One is referring to a particular personage here in the United States that I recently made a video of. And the other one is the Lord's word to those who may be still walking in their sin. Anyone who is still caught in their sin and yet you have that grieving. It is very possible for us to, to still be caught in sin, to still be struggling with sin, and yet we have that grieving. We have that, that soreness in our hearts where we know that we are doing wrong. We know that the lifestyles that we are choosing or perhaps trapped in, trapped in cyclical sin, um, is not pleasing to God. And yet we can't seem to break the cycle. We can't seem to break free. And you have that grieving whereby you're sinning, but at the same time, your heart is grieving and you are literally being oppressed by your own sin. And today the Lord gave me a word. And so with his help and his grace, I will be able to deliver both those right now prophetic words. But for the sake of this video, you can get more information in the description below. For the sake of this video, the word is um, very blunt and very clear. And the prophecy that I will be reading out today exactly matches that word. It's called the times to come, America. And I received this more than a year ago, the 2nd of December, 2019. And so the Lord said to tell the United States of America this, I will give you a king of fierce features. I will give you a ruler of a hard countenance. I will give you a destroyer. That is the word. So if you know anything about the prophetic word that Daniel brought in the book of Daniel chapter 8, this particular scripture draws heavily from Daniel chapter 8 and verse 23. And that is the banner scripture for today. And so I am going to deliver this prophecy as the Lord gave it to me, including the observations that he made. Very important observations that the Lord gave me more than a year, a year ago, maybe a year and three months now, seeing as we're almost at the end of March. And I think that I will go a little bit into that because it only goes to prove the consistency of the Lord's words. The things that he said when he told me to make this prophecy today, when I came back and I read it prior to making the video, I was so, I was awestruck. And I thought, you know, Lord, 
These are themes that really touch your heart. These are themes that you continue to bring forward because it seems that the majority of people do not listen. And so in this video, I will attempt to go a little bit into those themes, but that's not the focus of the video. The focus of this video is about one person, a person who is very familiar to the United States of America. Let's go into the banner scripture that the Lord spoke about the king of fierce features, a ruler of a hard countenance. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. And that's Daniel chapter 7 and verse 25. The other banner scripture is the one that the Lord spoke to me a few minutes before I came on. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors have reached their fullness, a king shall arise, having fierce features, who understands sinister schemes. His power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He shall destroy fearfully and shall prosper and thrive. He shall destroy the mighty and also the holy people. Through his cunning, he will cause deceit to prosper under his rule, and he shall exalt himself in his heart. He will destroy many in their prosperity. He will even rise against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without human means. And this is Daniel chapter 8, verses 23 to 25. So the Lord was speaking to me. I was in Bible study in a completely different part of the word of God this afternoon. And the Lord started to speak to me and say that he will give America the fullness of her actions in terms of different types of judgment. And one of these types of judgment will be the coming of a fierce king. Now, I've spoken of this fierce king many times, not of my own volition or because I think it's a cool phrase, but because God continually uses this phrase. And I would think that to every listener out there, it's particularly telling that God is not just saying he's going to give America a difficult ruler. He's going to give America a dictator. He's not using terms like difficult ruler or dictator or even regime. These are terms that the media loves to use here, by the way. But what the Lord is actually saying, he is drawing directly from the annals of prophecy and saying that he will bring to govern rule and eventually crush to powder this nation in the hands of a fierce king, a man of stern countenance. Now, when you say that a king is fierce, we're talking about somebody who is going to prevail mightily militarily. We're talking about somebody who is going to consolidate absolute power. We're also talking about someone who is going to be a lot like King Nebuchadnezzar in that he is going to be extremely brutal and merciless in his methods. When it says that a man has a fierce countenance, it means that basically he has a hard and a stern face. It's a face that won't move as you beg for mercy. It's a face that will not give quarter, meaning that it will not, he will not give you wiggle room as you try to make excuses or try to lament or try to beg in any way. It says that this king understands sinister schemes. 
In other translations, it says that he is a man who understands dark sayings. So you're talking about someone who is going to be able to greatly play with words. In the old days, they didn't have much going on in terms of entertainment. And one of the things that they loved to do in high society was solve what was called an enigma. So an enigma was a very intriguing type of mystery or word puzzle or riddle. And what the wealthy and intelligent members of the highborn would do is after they had had dinner and after they had gathered in drawing rooms or smoking rooms or the king's outer chambers, someone would propose a clever riddle or a clever enigma. I'm sure that we know that the enigma or the riddle of the Sphinx is one of those. Even the riddle or the enigma that was given to Samson, um, look at me, Samson, Samson, <laughs> please excuse me, the riddle that was given to Samson to solve, and he solved it rightly, but then um, they cheated. The woman that he was with shared the secret of his enigma. He was so angry that he burned down a couple of fields um, in response. And so an enigma is a hard to crack saying, a riddle that taxes the mind and requires a very high intelligence to be broken. And yet here, the Lord is saying that the man who will arise as America's king, he didn't say the global king, but he specifically said that this is the king who will govern America. This is someone who understands dark sayings. So this is somebody basically who will be able to speak in code and greatly fool the nation by saying one thing and literally having it look on the face of it like one thing, but underneath it means something totally different. This will be a person who is cunning, a person who is deceitful. And during the time of his rule, deceit will rise in the nation until it reaches its highest point. It's a person of great pride because the scripture says here that he will exalt himself in his heart. And here is the tragedy. This is one who will destroy suddenly. As Julius Caesar was in the midst of who he thought were his friends and they suddenly rose against him and each struck him what proved to be a fatal blow so will this one destroy many in their prosperity. This means that this person will destroy right at the moment that people think they have achieved utopia, right at the moment that people will be declaring their greatest peace and their greatest safety. So this person will strike. This person is so arrogant and so bold that he will even rise against the Prince of Princes, who is of course no one else but the Lord Jesus Christ. But the end of him, which is very interesting because you find it mirrored in Daniel chapter 7, is that he will be broken without human means, meaning that he will be destroyed without any recourse to human rejection or humans fighting against him. He will be destroyed by the hand of the Most High. And so I come now. I always speak about political prophecies and how they greatly move and stir the hearts of people in the United States of America. But I was saying that when the messengers of God receive a message, it's incumbent on them to bring out that message no matter what. And so the Lord had given me a message many years ago, I think as far back as 2015. And he had spoken some very clear things to me. And those clear things can be found in the post, A Proud boaster. 
I don't think I will be making a video for that, but you are welcome to go and read it because what's in there is integral to this video. And so the revelations that I'm really, I'm giving here are things that God started giving me about seven months before the December timeframe. And the Lord would say incessantly this person's name. The Lord would reveal incessantly this person's nature. And it got to the point where it became like a very heavy yoke upon me because the Lord would always show up in the middle of a Bible study, in the middle of a prayer that had nothing to do with any of this. And he would give emphatic statements saying that this person was dangerous or saying that this person was in fact the beast. And so I came to make this post because eventually the Lord began to question me, Celestial. And what he said was this, why are you keeping back the things that I have given you? Why are you not speaking these things on the master's voice blog? Now I've shared that the Lord will give me a prophecy and will tell me sometimes, put this up immediately. And sometimes he shares things in a more conversational fashion. And he tells me or shows me in very graphic dreams, things that will come. And then it is up to me, according to how the Lord leads my heart in the days to follow, to put those things up. I've often said that sometimes I'm so busy that there is no time to update the blog. And sometimes that's why when I get a moment, I simply put three or four posts up at the same time. But God was saying one particular name, and that name is Barack Hussein Obama. The name Barack Hussein Obama is a controversial one in the political space, whether you love him or hate him, whether you think that he's iconic or whether you feel that he's a charlatan and a fool, one who has lied to the people. That's the different representations that you find in this nation. We can all agree that it does take some kind of hard work it does take at least some kind of finesse to rise to the highest office in this land. And so whether you see him as a hero and a favorite son of the United States of America, or whether you see him as a charlatan and a pretender, somebody who duped the nation, there's no denying that this man is a very charming speaker. He's an expert at keeping his finger on the pulse of popular opinion in the United States and in fact around the world. And he is a guru at winning the crowd. Even when he came out of office, as we've seen in the last four years, it doesn't really make a difference or dent in where his popularity levels sit. And so with this information, I'm sure you can now understand why the Lord had me make the bouquet prophecy into a video before coming into this one. And so I'm here to share a few snippets and a few experiences that I had from God concerning this man. On November the 8th, 2019, I was praying about personal things in my life. So I was speaking to God one-on-one -on -one about things that I was really hoping that the Lord would help me with, do for me, and give me guidance about. And suddenly the Lord brought a very clear and graphic vision right before me. I saw Barack Obama transforming into a wolf. Right in front of me, I had a vision of this man, and it was exactly like the picture you see of me here. It was portrait view meaning it was vertical, and it was about up to uh, waist level. And he was wearing a dark suit. I think it was a blue suit, it might have been black. And he was in a very richly decorated room. So it looked like one of those, um, you know, those private rooms of very wealthy people, 
the walls are all paneled in dark oak and there's expensive painting with gilded edges hanging on the wall and the view I had of him had the American flag directly on the wall behind him and as I was looking at him and wondering why on earth is God showing me this man at a time that we're not doing blog stuff I'm just speaking to him about my own life I saw this man's teeth begin to grow until they could no longer be contained in his mouth. His teeth, especially, I think they called his incisors, they grew so long and thick and wolf-like until he could not close his lips. He was unable to close his mouth anymore. And then his lips began to draw back over a set, a complete set of dog-like teeth. And he was wearing a black suit and he was filled with rage. And his teeth really started to come out of his mouth to the length of wolf's teeth. And in his eyes, you know, we have, you can see my eyes, my eyes, my eyes are dark. But in this man's eyes, including his dark pupils, there was a curious white ring of fire. So he had this white ring of fire burning in both eyes and as this transformation took place just as suddenly as the image came it disappeared from before me and so I tried to get back into the rhythm of my prayer tried to keep going but I just couldn't I stopped and I asked God why did you show me that what was that I just saw and for about the 50th time no kidding because when the Lord is trying to get something across he has no problem God is outside of time and therefore he never gets tired of repeating a thing for our sake, for our own edification, right up until the moment he decides that he's not going to say anything anymore. Many of us think that God will keep saying a thing and a thing, and that is actually evidence of God's mercy. You shouldn't worry when God, is, God keeps telling you something over and over. You should get scared when he stops talking. And so he said to me, that is the beast of John's revelation. That is the beast of Revelation 12 and 13. So I've said it in many posts on the blog. For those of you who read, read, this will not be a bombshell to you. But the Lord has revealed that this man is the beast that is talked about in the Bible. The second thing happened on the day I posted this. The Lord said to me, and I read verbatim, why have you not shared what I have given you? How many times will you hear and not speak? Barack Obama is coming back to power. He is the king of fierce countenance. He is the beast of the revelation. He is the one who will think to change times and laws, and all the nations will languish under his oppressive rule. He will rule with an iron fist and he will collaborate with the iron kingdom to bring a reign of terror over the nations. Number 44 is about to take his place. Let the nations hear and beware. Number 44 will be again. He will usurp power and rule from a very high place. He will be an absolute monarch. In a time of few kings, he will be king. In a nation of public rule, he will be a dictator. He will rule over the peoples with an iron fist. And his influence will flow out of America into surrounding territories and into the nations 
far and wide. He is not Antichrist, but he will operate in absolute power and grind the nations under his feet. The people will cry out in their oppression, but he will not hear. This is the beast, and his time is now. This is the word of the Lord. And so this word that the Lord brought to me, and he was chiding me for holding back this prophecy. And indeed, I will be honest, I did not want to share it because I've already said that speaking any political word in the United States is akin to throwing fresh meat into a pool full of piranha. But the Lord said that this man will change times and laws, that he is the beast of the revelation and that the nations will languish under his rule. I've shared before that the word languish means to go down. It's exactly what happens when a candle is beginning to gasp and sputter, when the wax that had supported it is now gone and the wick is fizzing out and there's no more life left in that candle. To languish means to decline, to fall to a lower and lower level, to gasp as if passing away. The Lord says number 44 will take his place. And I just shared briefly in this word about how strongly the Lord wanted me to pay attention to this for months. And I do mean months, almost 10 months or more. I was followed by the number 44 wherever I went. I've shared many times on this platform that I am not one who subscribes to following and clinging to numbers. This is a form of numerology. Many get upset and many defend it and say, no, it's the Strong's Concordance and this is how God speaks to me. And I'm not denying that this may be a method that you are used to using when dialoguing with the Lord. But I'm a person who, without asking for it, has been given very long-term vision by the Lord, very long range. The things that the Lord reveals to me here on the Master's Voice, they span a very large portion of time leading all the way up to, if not the actual end, very close to it as I match scripture with the types of things that the Lord has shown me. And what I've said to many people is, if I can put it into an analogy, understand this. We all know about the safety of passwords. We use passwords every single moment of our daily lives. You need a password to get into your email. You need a password to get into your bank account. You need a password, some of you, to get into your jobs. Now, the thing about a password is the simpler it is, the easier it is to hack. So if your password is 123bunny, it's not going to take a long time for sophisticated software to crack that. But if your software is one of these weird, um, if your password is one of these weird auto-generated passwords. That's a very confusing bunch of numbers and symbols and letters that the, the Apple laptop, for instance, Apple always makes this very complicated password and says, do you want to use this? And I personally always decline it because I'm worried that if I don't save it and I forget it, I won't be able to get into the thing that I need to do later. So I always make up my own password. If your password is simplistic, it will be very easily replicated in the end times. The reason I spoke of long-term vision is because the decisions that I'm making in my personal life always try to factor in and impact the long-term effects in the end times. I say this and I share this a lot with people that I teach in real life. The decisions that you're making now, how are they going to age? If the decisions that you're making only have 
two or three year efficacy. If you're only thinking about your 401k or the other things, and you're not thinking about, for instance, important things like how your health is going to wear. When we go into a time where being fit and strong is going to be a very great help. From the dreams that I have seen, being fit and in a healthy state of being is something that you might want to really think about out there and start to prize because you will need to be fit and nimble when the times to come actually come. So if you have a simplistic password, like, oh, the Lord speaks to me in that number, and oh, every time God gives me a scripture, he always confirms it with this special code. Bear in mind that it will be nothing for the enemy to replicate that exact method of speaking to you when we get into the deeper end times, which is where the Bible talks about signs and lying wonders the enemy. But if you have a complicated pathway to hearing God, which is not, oh, he gave me Strong's this, and he had to confirm it with this number. And I saw the special license plate that I always see with the butterfly on the end that lets me know that that word I heard in prayer, which was God, and I should have known it in my spirit, he's now confirming it with this little action or this little tinkle. If you're still at that level, I am telling you of the Lord, that he said, and I have said it multiple times in videos, that people who are still operating on that level are operating in baby carnality. That's a mixture of baby Christianity and fleshly carnality, where you still need to tag things to believe that you're hearing God. Instead of being able to be at the mature level where you get the witness inside you and that locks it in place for you. So it was very, very odd to see this number pop up in my life. I was in consternation over it. And I finally had an outburst one day and said, God, what is this? Everywhere I went, this number popped up. At the movies, at restaurants, sometimes I would have experiences where I would get to the till and I would be about to pay. And just as I'm about to pay, the cashier suddenly cashes out and leaves and another person comes in and then the supervisor yells hey joe what's your what's your confirmation code again and he goes oh number 44 this happened to me so many times i'd go to buy food and they'd be yelling out number 44 and guess who food guess whose food it was it was following me around until i finally had to say to the lord lord what is this why what is this and it was when he finally told me this is obama following you this is president number 44. And so that is basically the word that the Lord gave me. I know it can't be an easy thing to hear. It was not when I received it. It was not easy to bring out for the simple reason of this. Many still do not believe and accept that the one world system is going to arise before the church goes to meet her maker at that great place in the sky. And yet I stand based not on my own thoughts, not on my own views, based on the things that the Lord has consistently shown me. The Lord has shown me that the beast system, the system that is going to try and hack the human being, the system that is going to try and link people to the cloud and many different types of 
technological advances that will be quite invasive until it comes to the point where transhumanism, things that you actually see in movies today, they've made so many movies of trying to transfer the human consciousness into a non-living body. If somebody's body is degenerating and they're old and they're dying or they're young and they have cancer, they try to photocopy, try to make a photocopy of the consciousness and then pass it over into a brand new body or hack the human being with invasive software that will be put in your body sometimes as lighter and stronger limbs so i have prophecies on the blog where god was saying that soon they will be able to replace things that are ailing in us with brand new and very strong long-lasting titanium parts but that's not only that they will try to hack the soul. They will try to break the password of the soul that God has given us, the pneuma breath of God in us. And when that happens, men will absolutely lose all love for God. Many think, many in the church are clinging to the fallacy that these things will happen after they leave. And yet one simple phrase in Daniel rings out, one simple phrase that Jesus repeated, when you see the abomination called desolation standing in the temple, saying that he is God. And who is Jesus talking to? He's not talking to a random crowd of unsaved people. He's talking to his followers. If you just follow the simple laws of English, why would you make a statement directed to people who think they won't be there? Who is the Lord warning that when we see the abomination of desolation standing in the temple, declaring that he is God, that we should run and flee to the mountains. Who on earth among the unsaved is going to run and flee to the mountains when Revelation 13 says, and the world was in love with the beast. All the world wondered after the beast and they declared as 100% sold out fans, who can make war with the beast? If the unsaved are the group they're going to love, and follow after the beast. Then why on earth would Jesus be talking to the unsaved? He knows that they won't run. They'll be too busy in love with the beast. That leaves only one other group, Jesus's own people. And why would Jesus be talking to his own people if he knows that they won't be here? This is the logic that I apply to the scriptures when I'm reading. I allow them to speak to me. I don't try to compress them and make them format into something else based on preconceived ideas that I want to use to keep myself warm and keep myself insulated from fact and from truth. So this is the prophetic word that the Lord has given me. And there was something else in the beginning of this word that I wanted to share. The Lord said that many people continue to rush forward and release prophetic words and dreams without spending any time to take those revelations to prayer. He said they release very emphatic statements as prophecy and they never search the mind of God. They never test these words again and again in the presence of God to seek him and to see if in wisdom they should speak. He said they don't ask him, Father, is this indeed so? And that goes for both the speakers of fallacy and those who listen to the fallacies. He said that many prophesy out of their own vain imagination. And this is often what the Lord has said. Celestial, many went, but I never sent them. Many spoke, but I never uttered a word to them. 
And this is why what they speak fails. Yet if the heart of the listener wants to hear something that has no grounding in truth, then obviously that false seed will enter into you and instigate itself and grow up into a strong tree, pretty much like the one that's on my dress right now. And what will happen is you will continue to take the coconuts off that tree and eat of them until the day that the Lord sets an axe to the roots of that tree. And when that tree begins to be hacked, it is not only the tree that will cry out in protest, it's everyone who got used to eating coconuts off that tree. Both the tree and those who depend on the tree will cry out in agony as the ax of the Lord is set to the root of every false tree. And I continue to say that, and I will say it without shame, and I will say it without withholding what God continues to say. Sometimes I even wonder why he's telling me about it so much. Because I say, Lord, I'm following you. You should be trying to tell the people who are following liars not to follow the liars. But perhaps he's telling me because I'm actually listening. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. I've delivered the prophecy. The times to come, America. I will bring the second word if time allows, but for now. God bless you. You can find all the information for this for this ministry below. And until I see you again, goodbye.